I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. Hi everyone. Hey. Welcome to this week's episode of Dumb Bitch Media. What's up? Your favorite Canadian leftist podcast from Queer Voices and also Women, which is about current events, politics, and the internet. Wow, are we going to say that every week? (laughs) I just think it's so funny that somebody was actually looking for something that specific, but I find it highly relatable, actually. Yeah, you want to hear stuff from your own echo chamber, right? I hope they lock the doors up to my echo chamber and never let me out. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be the Rapunzel of the left. (laughs) How's it going? It's good. Um, I did four comedy shows this week. Wow. Yeah. I know. The last one was last night, and Mm -hmm. I'm glad that I don't really have anything coming up for the next week because I'm very tired. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's relatable. But it was good. Yeah. You performed on, well, you featured on Thursday night. That was a really good show. I ended up doing a set too. You produced yeah. and you featured. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I did a celebrity guest spot. Yeah. <laughs> and on Friday, we both performed as well. Yeah. For sure. That was a good show, too. It was good, yeah. And then you did that psycho, like, weed art show or whatever last night. Yeah, it, like, would have been fine. It was just so hot in that building, and there's no windows. I hate that. It was, like, a warehouse. I would absolutely never perform there. I would recommend that you don't do it, because you really won't like it. No, Like, I I do leave. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, And also, like, I don't fuck with paint nights. That's not my energy, contrary to the fact that I am drinking a white wine spritzer right now. But to be fair, it is my kids' weekend with their dad. (laughs) (laughs) what are their names aiden hayden and brayden (laughs) they're irish twins jackson paxton and braxton (laughs) jalen braylon fuck that dude i know a chick who's like (laughs) kim kardashian east and her (laughs) her name is kaylee and her siblings names are kaylee caitlin kaylin and kathan what and then she named her daughter tiara what yeah man oh my god kathan yeah like nathan but with a k because you're running out of names that start with k i guess that's so stupid that's kathan was kind of hot and i was like i can't go there the name's (laughs) so so bad bad. even though he had that whole your friend's older sibling thing going on for him yeah you know what i'm talking about Uh, yeah yeah so bad also like (laughs) A Spencerville 7 is like an Ottawa 10. Oh, <laughs> they were Spencerville? Yeah. 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 Or does that make sense? Like a 7 in Ottawa is a 10 in Spencerville. Yeah. yeah. A Spencerville 10 is an Ottawa 7. Much like, you know, I'm quite attractive here, but at home I'm like a it's fucking over. 12. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Off the chart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I swipe right or left on Tinder based on people's names. Honestly... It's valid unless you do it in, like, a classist way. No, no. I only just... say that as somebody with a hyphenated first name. Yeah. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> and a hyphenated last name, it's very confusing. Hyphenated first name, you're, like, trashy. Half hyphenated last name, you're, like, Bougie. upper middle class. <laughs> yeah. You should 
get your name changed to have a hyphen between your first name and last name too <laughs> literally find something tall and jump off it <laughs> <laughs> okay find your bitch uh, all right should we get yeah. started lots of very fun stuff happened on the internet this yeah. week oh guys we also spent last night packaging up shirts they will be sent tomorrow oh yeah that's mm-hmm. true yeah very exciting yeah Mm-hmm. So by the time you listen to this, they'll be dealt with. Shirts in the mail, baby. Yep. Send us all pictures of you looking cute and sexy in your dumb bitch shirts. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the first thing that we want to talk about is ugly boyfriends. The ugly boyfriend defenders have logged on. <laughs> no. AOC's boyfriend. Yeah. AKA a bin raccoon to the third degree. Uh, Why do you have to specify bin raccoon? Aren't fucking all raccoons, raccoons in the bin? In the bin, yeah. Yeah, that's their whole thing. True. I think. I don't know. Do we even know his name? Yeah, it's Riley Roberts. Oh, that's an ugly name. <laughs> Are you familiar with his work at all? No. So you don't watch Blatt? No. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Riley Roberts neighborhood slut. <laughs> I think I have his premium snap. Okay. Oh <laughs> yeah, his name is Riley Roberts, which is, you know, what he looks like, of course. Yeah, he's ginger. I do love an alliterative name. Okay. I think that my parents decided that they didn't want me to be a newscaster when they named me and didn't make it alliterative. Oh yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a fake name. Maybe it is. Maybe. I don't think he's that ugly. Oh, I do. But here's the thing that you have to remember is that, like, he's probably hot in their, like, little nerd worship circles. Yeah, I'm sure he was very attractive. We definitely have a lot of friends who would, who are, like, nerds who would think that he's hot and, like, totally fine to date oh yeah couldn't be me but (laughs) i mean it is what it is he's definitely ugly but like they make sense together that's a couple that you would see together that would be you know highly educated and drinking in some fucking like drinking ipas in some fucking grad school bar or something yeah and like people play up how attractive she is too she's not making it out to be so much worse but like she's really like it makes sense to me. She's very hot for a politician, but yeah. she's she's just, like, pretty average looking, I think, as yeah. normal people don't. She's skinny. She's skinny, Which yeah. knots her up a bunch of points. Yeah. But she's also kind of, uh, you know, like, mousy or swirly or something. Yeah, bookish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, like... It, you would not blink a fucking eye if we didn't know who she was. And like I said, you saw them in like a contextually appropriate situation. Like if you saw them at a fucking board games bar. Yeah, it would be like, yeah. it wouldn't even notice. It wouldn't register. No, of course not. I don't think it's appropriate for adult men to have any hair color besides black or brown. Okay. But that's just my personal opinion. So what should he do about his red hair then? Oh, nothing. I'm just saying that. It's just inappropriate. It's just a, it's just his unfortunate defect. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so 
the tweet that launched a million memes <laughs> was so a French feminist writer Marie Lacant Marie Lacant am I right am I right <laughs> attacked Riley Roberts' appearance on Twitter. Uh, she actually tweeted apologies for this blatantly mean tweet. Okay, it's like have the nuts to tweet it and be mean or don't no offense but yeah apologies for the blatantly mean tweet but this is what aoc's boyfriend looks like incredible scenes truly representing all the ambitious and stunning overstatement millennial women shackled to boyfriends who look like bin raccoons out there shackled i don't really like that i think that she's making it seem like having an ugly boyfriend is like an axis of oppression or like abusive (laughs) he seems really quite i mean it is abusive to be ugly around me i've stated this before well yeah but but like like you have agency in your relationship like shackled of course he seems but he seems quite supportive he seems like i mean they're both like filthy neolibs but Sorry. Um, He seems quite supportive and stuff. I think that the point that she's trying to make is the point that a lot of feminists make, which is that, you know, it's like the girlfriend meme that's throwing around. It's like every girl that I know wakes up at 5 a.m. to do yoga, like dream journals, does all of the domestic labor in the household, works three jobs, has a master's degree. Her boyfriend is fucking, like, playing Fortnite all night and hasn't watched his shorts in three years or whatever the fuck, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Her boyfriend doesn't own throw pillows. (laughs) I hate throw pillows. Yeah, me too. I just love that people are acting like he has the audacity to be ugly. It's like, again, politicians aren't celebrities. And their partners certainly don't owe you to be like oh you being attractive well here's the thing it's like i have definitely thought about this before but it's like why don't politicians have way just like wives and girlfriends yeah you know or you know boyfriends and husbands boss (laughs) (laughs) habs i guess habs habs bitch media it's true i mean even in the celebrity world there are lots of unlikely pairings and stuff and it's like okay interracial marriage isn't illegal anymore when is society gonna start becoming accepting of mixed attractiveness couples and also a lot of people have to realize that for a lot of people, especially heterosexual women, looks aren't really at the top of the list. Not even not even top three for most people. I mean, for yeah. myself, I would really put looks in, like, the top five. But it's definitely not one or two. Yeah, it's not the most important thing about a person. No. Like, and it's, like... Okay. Especially if you have any sort of, like, political or, like, career ambitions like that. Obviously, mm-hmm. like, you're not going to prioritize someone that's just hot over someone who's, like, actually supportive of your goals and like intelligent and you know what i mean like of course of course and anyways i I don't think that it's fair to say that no men are bringing anything to the table or that it's a feminist issue if women are dating below their pay grade i would say that what you like or tolerate even if he was a bunkhouse dude and he was unattractive or whatever what you like and tolerate is really more indicative of your own self-esteem and what you think that you deserve yeah than anything else so it's like is it an issue that men are subpar it's like well some men are subpar and women continue to date them some 
women are subpar and men continue to date them. It's really not anyone's business. And it's kind of funny that people are making such a huge deal out of it. I personally, like I said, was not surprised by what her boyfriend looked like at all. Yeah, I had no opinion. And I'm sure he has lots of other good stuff going for him. Like, I know that's kind of a lukewarm take, but... It just, like, it sucks. Like, it's, like, the whole... Again, it's just, like, people being so obsessed with the personal details of mm-hmm. politicians because they feel like they're celebrities' lives. Like, I have to it's admit, irrelevant. I love celebrity gossip, so I, I think love that celebrity is gossip, but... But the other thing is, too, it's, like, I hate this whole my feminism is attacking men's appearances on the internet thing because it's, like... And then their defense is that, you know, well, people have nitpicked women's appearances on the internet and in real life for so long and it's like okay if the project of feminism is to improve the plight of women that doesn't mean eye for an eye style that we have to do all the bullshit to men that has historically been committed against women yeah that's not helpful or productive (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) yeah anyways also this trick violated one of the most important rules of the internet in my opinion which is look in the fucking mirror before you want to come for somebody's politics or somebody's appearance or anything like that because she's not exactly a treat herself yeah and it's like what did we not learn from that girl who was pretty plain and unattractive who roasted the wikipedia guy's appearance on the internet and then her mentions got completely fucking destroyed she got posted in like subreddits like r slash i'm a total piece of shit and stuff like that but it's like honestly think about that stuff no it's true it's like anytime you're critiquing someone's appearance or critiquing anyone's anything you're opening yourself up to be critiqued for the same thing right so yeah of course and especially with your appearance there's always going to be something you can nitpick because Mm -hmm. nobody's for everyone so it's like do you really want to play that game Do you really want to go there? Yeah, well, it's like our follower at Wokest Daddy said he was like, bitches really be out here talking about men's appearances looking British as shit. (laughs) And it's true. It's true. I mean, I know that she's actually French, but it doesn't fucking matter. It's just like, be self-aware before you come for things like that. Obviously, her shit blew up and then she kind of continued to defend herself. She deleted it. And then she said, oh, Jesus fucking Christ, fine. I've deleted my perfectly fine jokes. <laughs> Why did you delete it? Stand your ground again. Oh, was it so, a joke? Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ, fine. I've deleted my perfectly fine joke. The world breathes a sigh of relief as men with beards looking like braided pubes are no longer being discriminated against and bin raccoon officially becomes beyond the pale well done to all involved on a brief serious note because a few people have messaged me on that point bin raccoon meant scruffy for me i've called myself that in the past look through my tweets if you want i wouldn't call someone ugly i hope people who know me realize that anyway wine wine that's such a fucking Ugh. like liberal feminist piece of shit thing to be like anyways back to my wine i'm completely unbothered I'm gonna go drink wine mm-hmm. i hate the her defense of the term bin raccoon because it's like well if you were actually just calling him scruffy and not ugly how is that relevant how is that even worth critiquing right it's cowardice and also i think it she kind of tells on herself yeah. by calling AOC stunning in the original tweet because it's like, if you weren't critiquing his appearance, you were critiquing his personal grooming standards 
why would you juxtapose stunning, stunning with, with Ben Raccoon? Yeah. Wouldn't you juxtapose like well put together with Ben Raccoon or something exactly, like that? Exactly, yeah. I don't People believe it. context. I don't believe it for Me a neither. fucking second. And I think that she chickened out the whole way through. And if you're gonna have hot takes, well, you better have fucking oven mitts. <laughs> can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. <laughs> Literally. If you can't handle the heat, get off the internet. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'll say it until I fucking die or the internet ends. I don't know which will happen first, honestly. Hopefully the internet (laughs) ends soon. (laughs) Throw my phone in the river. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about other instances of Twitter bullying. Let's talk about Sonnet the Hedgehog. Where are we in the world where people on the internet can bully a cartoon character? (laughs) I think we're somewhere good, but I think that it's insane that they decided to change the appearance of Sonnet just based on what people on the internet were saying. Like, you're giving the internet too much power. Power. So, this week, um, a clip from the new Sonic the Hedgehog animated film was released, and people were very offended by the appearance of Sonic Mm -hmm. to the point where... they're gonna change the way he looks now yeah so he has all that hyper realistic new cgi shit like the reason why it took them nine years to make incredibles 2 was because like you can see every element of the animation move in hyper realism down to like single hairs lots of pores exactly so they did that personally i'm grateful that they've stopped photoshopping cartoon characters (laughs) Yeah. Did you guys think it was realistic that they didn't have hair and pores? <laughs> no one's poreless. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a last girl, okay? <laughs> yeah, and he had human teeth, which a lot of people didn't think about. It's like, why wouldn't they give him animal teeth? I am confused about that, genuinely. The teeth were offensive to me. The rest was fine. Have you seen stuff that people have made on the internet before where they've made images creepy by giving people... Human yeah, teeth. Well, I mean, like think that about, dog with the human teeth. and Think about Tedatlac, for example. Mm-hmm. Why is that so ridiculous? So there's this French-Canadian... What uh, would you call it? It's a claymation. It's claymation, okay. But they give the figures human eyes and human teeth. And it makes it funnier, but also so Disturbing, creepy. Yeah. Uncanny yeah. Valley. For sure, yeah. yeah. I like hentai, which is a, a known fact about me. But I don't like anything to do with like animals or cartoon characters it's always like animated humans yeah just Um, so a lot of people were messaging me about the sonic thing asking me for my tapes and stuff and i would like to say i saw one image that i was like i kind of get how that could be hot but the rest of it was all basically just i wasn't particularly disturbed or excited by any of it it. yeah Mm mm-hmm Hentai correspondent, Evo Driscoll. (laughs) (laughs) It's Pervert Storner. (laughs) I will admit this is a little bit off track, but have you ever seen the picture of Shrek where it's like what she sees? No. Never mind. All right. (laughs) What? (laughs) Explain. No, I'm going to cut that off right where it is. Uh, All right. So, (laughs) (laughs) I just, I really don't like the CGI animation stuff. Personally, I don't find it attractive. Like, it doesn't do anything for me. It really puts me off. Mm -hmm. But I didn't find Sonic any more offensive than the other stuff that's been coming out lately. 
No, me neither. I think it was par for the course. And yeah. also, I'm not personally attached to Sonic. Me neither. I never really played Sonic growing up yeah. or anything. My most intimate interaction with Sonic the Hedgehog as a character was when I was very briefly on Tinder, I noticed that the Venn diagram of men who are fans of Crystalia and men who have calf tattoos of Sonic the Hedgehog is just a perfect circle. What? <laughs> <laughs> No, seriously, I matched some guy just to talk shit to him about being a Crystalia fan. I was really bad at using dating apps. I'm I was so just, bad at it. I just matched people to roast them about their profile and then unmatch them. So if yeah. anything, I was just really just spreading you rumors about myself being a cunt. Literally, I was just like, I'm going to cyberbully you on a one-to-one basis. Um, <laughs> I matched this guy to talk shit to him about Crystalia. And he had a calf tattoo of Sonic the Hedgehog. And I was like, oh my god, why am I even alive? (laughs) His name was Patrick. Patrick, if you're listening, (laughs) you need to get a tattoo removal. Get a cover up. Yeah. Was it a color tattoo? Yeah. (gasps) Oh yeah. It was like his full calf too. I know. That's so bad. I know. I mean, get whatever you want, but not that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's no uh, Calvin and Hobbes. Pissing Calvin. on the Twin Towers. That's yeah. That's for sure. That yeah. would be cool. I am impressed with Twitter, though. Good job, Twitter troops, for bullying Sonic off the internet. How? I just, I don't know how they're going to fix it. Because they're not going to change the animation style. No. I don't think so. Probably not. I mean, like I guess they've done a lot the of the work. Yeah. yeah, so... Probably they'll give him animal teeth. That'll help, but it won't be that much different. I don't think people are going to be happy. Well, I don't really care. Yeah. I mean, they should. if you're an adult guns. and you're going to see shit like Sonic the Hedgehog, blah, 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 let people enjoy stuff, whatever, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Detective Pikachu-ass bitch. Yeah. I just want to know if they're gonna make Sonic the Hedgehog take testosterone reducing medications. If he wants to compete. (laughs) Oh my god. No, he's a man. It's fine. Okay. There's no rules like that for men. I know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You want to talk about police stuff? Yeah. Okay, you start. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so in Ottawa this week, a bit of local news, there was an incident with some high school students and police officers mm-hmm. here. So police officers were called to break up a fight between some girls at Notre Dame High School. Okay. And they ended up um, trying to stop this boy from moving his own bicycle on private property mm-hmm. and were accusing him of stealing it. Okay. And then they put hands on him and he punched the police officers and mm-hmm. then a bunch of kids jumped in and mm-hmm. beat up the police officers. There's yeah. a bunch of charges now. Mm-hmm. But the Ottawa Police Service is using it as evidence that they need to double up on, like, double up police officers on calls and send more police officers because they're at risk. Because apparently... Good. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Apparently their radios haven't been working properly for like a year. They're like mm-hmm. emergency radios and mm-hmm. 
Because I bought a giant magnet. Yeah. <laughs> We've put like $55 million worth of taxpayer money into these this radio system that's run by Bell. And it's not working. And now they're going to spend like another $20 million trying to fix it. I mean, honestly, fuck media companies, but... Bell are really anti-police icons for that. For <laughs> having <laughs> shitty equipment. Yeah. So I have the video because it was posted on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read what the caption is. People are kind of on the fence about whether this kid was stealing a bicycle or not. I don't really think it matters, but... Okay. The caption is, Ottawa police gets called to break up two white girls fighting a black girl, don't know why that matters, mm-hmm. at Notre Dame High School, then move attention over to the black kid who supposedly just moved a bicycle out of the way but was told that he stole it. Enough is enough. Ottawa police need to stop putting their hands on black kids and black men in Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah. So there's been a couple incidents of... um, A guy was actually killed by police officers in Ottawa a few years ago, and he was black. But check this out. Oh, he's on the front lawn of a house. Yeah, it's private property. This isn't what they got called for. Mm Mm-mm. So apparently there was like 40 kids involved in this. Honestly, good. I know. Honestly, honestly, good. Like it, it, the cops, they were just talking and the cops put hands on the kid. On his face. Before the kid ever touched the police officer. And then after that, he looked like he was just gripping him to keep him off of him before other people fucking started jumping in. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Honestly, good. They're lucky that nobody got more hurt. But I think that what they were doing was obviously situationally appropriate. And it's honestly disgusting that they would even shift their attention to somebody touching a a bicycle bicycle on the lawn of a home. Yeah, like that's not what you were being called for. No, and it's like, why would somebody steal a bicycle when they know that the police are there? It's an obvious case of racism, like... Honestly, ACAB, Canadian cops are just as bad as American cops. Yeah. It's just that our laws <laughs> are just slightly different. Are just slightly different. <laughs> they are probably equally as protective of police officers. Yeah. And it's a huge fucking problem. Yeah. I'm glad that those kids are minors. Because. Me too. And honestly, I'm glad that somebody caught it on video because that's the only time that any of these stories get reported on. Yeah, exactly. And they keep trying to take it down off Instagram and it keeps getting reposted. Good. Which is great. Good. Honestly, shout out to all those kids. It's so stupid. I can't believe they're using it as an excuse to be like, we need to double up. Uh, Radios aren't working. It's like you're going to call an emergency for what? Getting beat up by some children because you put hands on someone yeah honestly it's like do your job appropriately like the protections that they have to use physical violence let alone weapons on unarmed civilians particularly children are quite frankly disgusting and i don't feel bad for any cop that has been ever harmed in the line of duty yeah fuck that Yeah, so I was going to talk about, there's also been a lot of talk in the news about the Edmonton Police Service right now, because the Edmonton Police Service 
issued a formal apology to the LGBTQ community in Edmonton. Did you see anything about that? I heard that Edmonton Pride got cancelled. Edmonton Pride got cancelled because they refused to ban the police float. Yeah. And then uh, under fire, the Edmonton Police Department issued an apology to the LGBTQ community. So Alberta's really conservative, as we've discussed before on the podcast. But essentially, Edmonton had a really fucking bad problem with their police force raiding bathhouses and other places that they knew were uh, kind of supposed to be LGBTQ safe spaces and places where people were obviously meeting up to meet other queer people and using violence in those circumstances. And also when they made arrests, outing people and people got fired and people got hurt and people got disowned by their families. Marriages were broken up. People were disowned. So essentially they had a really horrific history of that and I'm sure they continue it. But the apology realistically was like too little too late. I am personally of the opinion that cops have no place in pride parades, even though traditionally they're a big element of pride parades because of some sort of like fetishization of (laughs) cops in the LGBTQ community. But there's just been like too much violence perpetrated and it does make it It honestly pretty unsafe, especially for trans people and uh, queer people of color. And Well, I don't think cops should be in any pride parades, but especially Mm -hmm. Edmonton. It's like, it's so disrespectful. Yeah, and it's really interesting because there's been a lot of LGBTQ news. So under Jason Kenney's government, which we discussed on an episode a couple weeks ago, they've repealed an act which would prevent schools from informing parents if their children were choosing to participate in LGBTQ-specific activities at school. So, like, if children join a gay-straight alliance or whatever, the schools now have license to report that to parents. Jesus Christ. Yeah, which is, again, going to just perpetuate abuse and disowning and probably more LGBTQ youth ending up on the street. That's horrible. Exactly. There was also um, news about Toronto Pride this week as Mm -hmm. well because of, again, a debate about whether police should be involved in Pride in Toronto. Mm -hmm. And it's a similar situation where, I mean, they have this debate every single year. And last year, I think it was Black Lives Matter Mm -hmm. or two years ago, kind of shut down the Toronto Pride Parade because Mm -hmm. there was police officers involved. But with the recent arrest and subsequent trial of Bruce MacArthur Mm -hmm. in Toronto, which we've Mm -hmm. talked about on the podcast a while ago, the serial killer who was targeting gay men of color in Toronto. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah, it's kind of non-negotiable. Well, especially because it's like, even when they're not directly perpetrating violence against like black and brown and indigenous people, and specifically even more so people that are you know, of color that are also gay. They're indirectly perpetrating violence against people of color and specifically gay people of color by not investigating crimes against them. Exactly. I mean, on a similar note, not to like personalize it or whatever, cops would not be welcome at any sort of uh, indigenous event. No. That's for sure because they don't investigate the disappearances and murders of indigenous women and 
they <laughs> incarcerate so many indigenous youth. Yeah. It's like, yeah. why would it be acceptable anywhere else, right? Canada has a huge police problem. Like, don't let anyone get you twisted about, no. you know, if our cops are better just because people think they're fucking silly and they ride horses and whatever. <laughs> you can still refuse to investigate crimes and also uh, beat people if you're on a horse, guys. Well, they also changed another law where police officers up north and prison guards and detention center guards are now allowed to use even more physical tactics with youth that are in detention centers. And uh, guess what, guys? They're 85% indigenous Sweet, that's in those perfect. detention centers. So it's basically uh, just a neo-residential school system where we can perpetuate the cycle of abuse against indigenous youth because they're being disproportionately arrested and then placed in these detention centers. And then they're increasingly loosening laws which would prevent officers from using physical force and tools like tasers and clubs and stuff in the actual detention centers or you know quote-unquote boarding schools. Yeah people always say in the U.S. that the prison system is legalized slavery but I mean essentially it's it's legalized residential schools and in Canada. Yeah in Canada for sure. Mm-hmm. I like, especially, I mean, I didn't actually hear that they were loosening that, but that's a really dark thing to be coming off the Colton Bushy trial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah, I'm not surprised that you didn't hear about it because, again, there wasn't a lot of reporting about it. <laughs> yeah. But I wasn't talking about it because, like, honestly, there's just so much indigenous bullshit in the news fucking all the time that I just get sick of talking about yeah, it. Yeah, it's like you can't mm-hmm. think about every single fucking... Mm-hmm. Speaking about me being sad, uh, I'm gonna catch a a sad meal. No, I'm gonna catch a fucking pissed meal from Burger King because all Canadian tops are bastards. (laughs) (laughs) A-C-C-A-B. Yeah. Yeah, these fucking meals, dude. So there's four, right? And this is a Mental Health Awareness Month thing? Yeah, so as a publicity stunt... You know, because brands have personalities now. Burger King has released a bunch of mood meals. <laughs> mood me- I have many moods. I have many moods. I have many meals, even. <laughs> As kind of a shot at McDonald's, they're saying... So, in the classic marketing sense in general, they're saying, oh, we're not like those other guys. We're not, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not like other fast food companies. <laughs> I understand that people eat for different reasons yeah so they're throwing shade at mcdonald's happy meals they're calling it real meals so they have pissed meals (laughs) sad meals salty meals yas meals and dgaf meals okay my question is can you only eat the meals if you're in that mood or like if i want to feel better can i eat a yas meal Honestly, I don't know. I would also argue that any fast food meal is a salty meal. (laughs) And And also also a sad meal. And also a DGAF (laughs) about my health meal. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. I want to know if they're still for children. No. No. Each meal has a Whopper, French fries, and a drink. So it's just a regular meal. It's just Just in a stupid fucking box. You know what would make me... Happy Burger King if you didn't use more packaging in order to just get some stupid fucking fake woke point across. <laughs> How is Yas a mood? It's not a mood. 
It is for, like, Instagram influencers. I don't know anyone else that experiences that emotion. <laughs> I'm feeling really yas today. Uh, what? Isn't yas just essentially Happy Meal in that case? I guess they can't call it anything close to happy or anything, so they use that instead. Canceling a fast food chain Burger King for co-opting AAVE, African American Vernacular English, when they uh, chose to call one of their meals the Yoss meal. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yo, fuck the monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You say fuck the, the monarchy, <laughs> don't eat a Burger King. <laughs> yeah, I hate when brands do mental health awareness stuff because it's like even think about bell let's talk so in canada we have this campaign well we have a phone company called bell and they have this campaign called bell let's talk where you do hashtag bell let's talk for a whole day and like 10 cents from every tweet or something goes towards a mental health cause but it's like hashtag bell let's talk about how sometimes i'm so depressed i can't pay my phone bell like yeah (laughs) well this year there was that really good video that was going around from a man who had been incarcerated and Mm. all ties in but how he was talking about how bell owns most of the phone systems in prisons in canada and Mm. they charge people exorbitant amounts of money in order to contact their family or their lawyer or to fucking use the phone yeah of course they do because they can like those people have no other option right and i mean we have essentially a four company monopoly three company three company three company monopoly in canada where it's like all media and conglomerates are owned by either bell rogers or telus and it's Like, it's extremely toxic that these brands can purport to be woke in order to distract from the fact that they're really fucking all of us in the ass with a fucking phone charger. Yeah, seriously, though. Honestly. It's like... (laughs) We pay so much money for phone service in Canada Mm -hmm. compared to some other places. No, I, I know, yeah. like, just because of the monopoly. Because and, of the monopoly, yeah. Like, it's, yeah. It's disgusting. Anyways. So, I don't like it when brands pretend to have personalities. Like, always remember that I, no one that listens to this is actually stupid. This is actually a podcast by dumb people for smart people. <laughs> um, but, I mean, like, obviously brands aren't your friends. The same way that no company is your friend, your boss is never your friend, any sort of public institution, not your friend. No one's your friend. Like, they don't have your best interest in mind. No, ever. of course. And it's like, I fucking hate, I don't know what I would call it, like capitalist philanthropy or yeah. like capitalist like virtue signaling. I guess Burger King is succeeding in getting people to talk about them if that's the point. And quite frankly, I think we probably would have all forgotten that Burkitane existed, if not for them doing this campaign. But I don't think that anyone's going to be like, maybe they will for the bit. You know, maybe people will be like, getting a Yoss burger. When you catch your boyfriend liking another girl's pics on Instagram and then it's like a pissed meal or something. I don't fucking know. Like, who who is going to think that this is like a valid, a valid or valuable way to talk about mental health? I don't even understand 
and maybe I'm just missing this piece of information, is are they donating money to some anything? I don't <laughs> I don't know if they're donating money or if it's just a quote unquote awareness campaign, my personal favorite. Love it. Also, I think that it's kind of glaringly ironic or if not just like in poor taste for a company like Burger King which obviously okay it's like let's think about who eats a lot of fast food so obviously people that can't prepare food for themselves for whatever reason you know a lot of the times because people are incapacitated by mental illness or otherwise incapacitated by illness or disability as well as people that live in food deserts or are desperately poor and don't have access to the means or the education in order to properly provide nutrition for their bodies. Yeah. And I'm not one to shame people for eating fast food or whatever, but we're not going to sit around and pretend like eating unhealthy food isn't a negative contributor to your overall well-being, including your mental health. For sure, yeah. Obviously, not restricting yourself is a positive contribution to your mental health, but on the whole, I would say that the average person probably doesn't feel very good mentally or physically after they eat something like a Whopper meal. Yeah, for sure. I just, I hate when companies make you spend money so that they can donate money so that you can have access to better mental health resources. Absolutely. It's like, obviously they don't care. Otherwise, they would donate any of the billions, millions, billions of dollars, whatever that they have, and silently. Activism means less than nothing if it's done in public. Absolutely, yeah. Unless... You know, your point is to get people to pay attention to a cause that nobody's talking about. But when it comes to things like monetary donation, it means fucking nothing to me if you're public about it. Yeah. And honestly, one of the things that I hate the most is when people fucking jot themselves off about good billionaires or good brands or whatever. I don't care how much money you're donating. You're not donating enough. No, if like you the amount, have that much money in the first place, it's... The amount of money that Bill Gates, for example, donates in a year is like 0.001% of his annual income or something yeah. like that. And it it's a lot of money. Wow, so, great. If I donated that, some lucky bastard would be getting fucking 28 cents yeah. from me a year, <laughs> yeah. you know? it's What the fuck insane. is $28 million to him? Literally nothing. <laughs> yes, of it's course. It's meaningless. Yeah, so again, we'll be consuming a pissed meal in order to signal my distress at the recent Burger King campaign. Do you think the boxes have like suicide hotlines printed on the inside? If they do, I'm gonna fucking go to the first Burger King I can find and fucking call one. (laughs) Don't report me for that, I'm fine. All right, should we talk about the internet? The internet. 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 internet. (laughs) 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 I have a beef. Oh, do you? Oh, baby. I got two beefs, honey. I got one, too. Nice. I got a grade A fucking triple A Kobe Albertan style beef. Hell yeah. 
Let's get into it. Bitch. All right. So I want to talk about the chick who did the tlitz made my post. I'm sorry I had to say that phrase. I hope to never say it again. Uh All right. So this chick tweeted. Her name is Zoe Lidon. Zoe with the two dots. So you know she's real bougie. And her at is Thondria. Like Sandria. But Thon. thon. Okay. Okay. Sandria. Sang. Thon. Okay. Thondria. (laughs) Okay. So she said, uh, she tweeted a selfie of herself kind of like squatting and doing a middle finger through her thon. And the caption is, sometimes I have clits made my, sometimes I have toilet paper clumps stuck to my labia, sometimes I have skid marts on my thon. It all washes away. Doesn't ruin my mood. Does it ruin yours? <laughs> so, uh, that's really gross. I fucking hate that. And I honestly think that something should be kept to yourself. I'm a comedian, obviously, so I'm pretty gross in public sometimes, but... I do honestly feel like there's some stuff that is truly just disgusting. Too far. Yeah. Way too far. I'm I'm really triggered <laughs> by this post. And it's not specifically because it's like from a woman or whatever. I don't want men to be uh, tweeting about Stidmarks or Smidma or whatever. I wish I didn't even know what Smidma meant, Me to be quite honest. But I have a big problem with, first of all, the trope of the subversiveness of a hot girl being intentionally really disgusting. I'm not talking about raunchy. I'm not talking about vulgar. I'm talking about being gross, disgusting. Okay. Like tweeting about poor hygiene and whatever the fuck. Right. Yeah. And the other thing that I have a problem with is the whole my feminism should allow women to be disgusting trash monkeys as well you know like i don't think that feminism is about being gross and then accusing men of hating women's bodies no it's not or accusing women of having internalized misogyny or whatever the fuck if they are disgusted by people's public declarations of the disgusting things that their body just do i don't think that it's unreasonable to have an expectation that you're whatever mm-hmm. is uh engaging in a basic level of hygiene your partner yeah your partner. well how many tweets do you see that are like straight men don't wash their ass yeah that's not acceptable no of course it's not but it's also not acceptable for people to be expecting to have sex when they're not even handling a basic level of hygiene in the words of carrie b always carry a cup and water and soap because you never know when you're gonna catch the neck i live my <laughs> life by those words <laughs> it's true you though. never know when you're gonna catch the neck <laughs> is this girl's tweet supposed to be relatable yes i think so i think that she's doing kind of like radical vulnerability or at least that's her that. intent she's i think that she thinks that she's being like body positive and feminist <laughs> it just it grosses me out so much can i can i just say mm-hmm. she has to be like extremely straight right oh well i mean i think she's queer well if she <laughs> eaten a pussy she would understand that that's not well absolutely but i would also say to her that say. if she said stick like you know what the fuck it's is up when Good you point. go down yeah. on someone they have fucking like ditches or whatever you know yeah. that's absolutely disgusting it's like come on guys yeah 
That's a good point. Exactly. And that's, that's like when, okay, when it comes to stuff like smegma or whatever, it's like, okay, toilet paper, whatever, you made a mistake. You should have known better, but you made a mistake. Yeah. When it comes to like skid marks, it's like, okay, you can see that. You can fix that. Yeah. When it comes to uh, smegma, it's like, that's like multiple days unshowered. Well, it has, it has to be because I don't think I've ever fucking uh, encountered <laughs> encountered that what the fuck is clits magma i'm sorry <laughs> i like, think that's you know multiple I mean? days without showering <sighs> and it's like yeah honestly that would ruin my fucking mood if my face was up in there okay yeah jesus um, doesn't ruin your mood yeah but i just don't you're not the one fucking dealing with it dude i don't think that it's revolutionary art to be like, I hate it when women are like, men are so afraid of periods, and here's all the art that I made out of my period blood. And it's like, okay, first of all, if you're fucking with adults, they're not scared of periods. Mm-mm. Okay? Second of all, it's like, what the fuck is your point? You're not... You're not being revolutionary. You're creating accesses of oppression that you don't have because you're like a hot, white quote-unquote queer chick who owns an online dildo store oh does she oh yeah uh, duchess duchess of dildos what kind of dildos are they i don't know like i didn't look into ones? it okay yeah i'm sure it's all sorts of shit but her pin tweet is her attaching a wine glass to some sort of plug that she has in her pussy and then doing the like trying to suck your own dick pose to like try and pour wine into her own mouth and it's like oh uh. Some shit is private. <laughs> Some shit is private. That is... Oh, oh my god, it keeps getting worse. Yeah, so um, anyways, that's... She, she doesn't deserve to have sex. That's not my feminism. I guess I'm body negative and sex negative. Sorry, guys, if I wasn't already. <laughs> um, well, if that's fucking sex negative, then... That's what I am. It's just like people try so fucking hard to find something to be oppressed about i know and it's also like you're not why would you intentionally remove people from your like dating or like sexual pool by being that disgusting i can speak for myself here but you can be pretty fucking gross on the internet before it's, like, actually a problem. a problem for people. I mean, I tweet about jizz as the day is long. <laughs> but, like, when it when you're literally, like, here's documented evidence that I'm unshowered, eat me out anyways, I, I don't think you should have a problem with it. And if you do, you're misogynist. Like, that's, yeah. Uh, why, no. why are you bragging about having horrible hygiene? Like, uh, it's, it's basic Where's her mother? I don't think she had one. Honestly, wash your mouth out. Wash your fucking timeline out. Wash your pussy out. Bitch. Jesus. (laughs) Damn it. God. Wash your ass. We're all adults here. (sighs) Yeah. Do you have a beef? Oh, I do. All right. So, earlier today, I tweeted, Intermittent fasting is just anorexia for the fellas. And listen, maybe I was in the wrong by saying anorexia. Maybe I should have just said disordered eating. Fuck it. Who cares? So (laughs) it got five retweets because of that. Because you're right. Don't boo her till she's right. Thank you. 
So somebody replied and said, so basically what you're really saying is that you don't have the first clue how anorexia or intermittent fasting actually works. And then a girl replied and said, his tweet just triggered me. Ignorance. Thank you for misgendering me, Jessica. Mm -hmm. And then the first guy said, I'm sorry. It's so, so dumb. Crap like this is why I hate Twitter. People on here seem to straight up wallow in how stupid they are. Yes, they do. That's our whole brand. Yeah, thank thank you. you. And then she (laughs) said, it helps when others call out the stupidity, though. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for your service, Anthony. Hope he sees this, (gasps) queen. Um, And then he replied with a gift that said, I got you. And she replied with a gift that said, thank you. Oh no, Gift Twitter found your tweet. That was that's when things always go bad. Yeah. Did anyone else reply? Um, just a guy saying that he agrees with me. <laughs> um, so, okay, listen. Obviously, I understand anorexia and I understand intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna engage with this because obviously this chick has some sort of personal experience with it, and I'm not gonna engage with someone who has a personal mm-hmm. attachment to something like that about this because whatever Mm -hmm. uh but i fucking hate people who act like all of these dieting trends aren't harmful of course of course and also like i mean i'm not gonna tell anyone to how to eat or not to starve themselves or whatever the fuck that they want i just think that that's like not to explain your joke but it's just like a funny hot take it's yeah. true. Like, don't boo her till she's right, first of all. Second of all, like, so many diets are just rebranded calorie restriction, which is totally exactly. which is totally fine. You know what? I don't have a problem with it. I don't think that it's even problematic to be to starve yourself in, <laughs> in moderation. But I think that people are just so fucking serious all the time. And I don't think you should have... You know what? Maybe it would have gotten more retweets if you said disordered eating, but I don't think that it really fucking matters because we all know what the fuck you're saying. Yeah, and it's like, I do, honestly, I do honestly think that a lot of men are really into intermittent fasting because it's like a manly way of restricting your calories, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. hmm Because well. men love to act like eating disorders are girl shit. Yeah, so of course. It's, it is anorexia uh, for the fellows. <laughs> it's kind of like how hygiene products have to be put in like a steel colored container and called like ammo for men to use them without being gay that's essentially what fucking intermittent fasting is it's like starving yourself but don't be a fucking gay about it seriously though that's really what it is and again i don't have a problem with it i just think that it's really funny uh one thing that i do think that I mean a lot of people have talked about this too but it's really interesting that you know women have been doing this forever but men are starting to hop on the trend of like using your busy lifestyle as an excuse to not eat I know it's like you know for classically like like forgetting to eat or you know only eating a limited amount or only eating things like protein shades or whatever because you're so busy and it's like essentially like it's so crazy that capitalism has beaten us down to the point that we don't think that we even deserve the time to fucking cook our meal and nourish ourselves yeah it's fucked i say that as somebody who (laughs) almost never cooks anymore and definitely doesn't eat every day but (laughs) no it's it's true though it's like it's finally affecting the fellows whatever i think that that's funny and (laughs) You're right. And what does that does the person who replied to you follow you? No, I think they must have seen it from uh 
Somebody else retweeting. Somebody else retweeting. I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I just, I love, I love to be accused of wallowing in how stupid I am. Thank you. That's correct. High compliment. Yeah, it's obvious already. You don't need to say it. So I have another beef. This is going to be a long episode, but who gives a fuck? (laughs) Uh, I have another beef, which is like, we touched on this lately in the Patreon episode, but so there was a Simpsons episode that was based on Canada and a lot of people were fucking up in arms because the Simpsons did a bit about how Canadian treats all of its citizens equally per the Simpsons, except for the Trebatois and Newfoundlanders. And in the episode... (laughs) They say, yeah, stupid Newfies. And then Ralph Woodrum is like, I'm a Newfie. And then he uh, beats a baby seal to death, wears its head on his head, and then dances around and sings a traditional Newfoundland folk song. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, very funny. Very funny. funny. Um, And at the time that was released, and I understood that people were upset not only about the bit itself, but also about them using the term Newfie and particularly stupid Newfie. Okay. As a stupid Newfie myself, I feel like I can comment on this. <laughs> but I tweeted, the irony challenged media is added again. CBC, I actually think it's cool and woke that the Simpsons did a bit about how the rest of Canada feels superior to Quebec and Newfoundland and Labrador, a long-standing issue, which is very transparently rooted in classism. It's true. So, I mean, for those of you who don't know, Quebec and Newfoundland are kind of the, let's say, the Florida of Canada. Yeah. Or the, I don't know, what fucking place, like Kentucky. Alabama, yeah, Exactly. Whatever. Like, that's definitely, uh, like, quite a bit poorer, and also we talk funny yeah. and whatnot. And then, anyways, this guy, who's a writer in Canada... <laughs> Published a whole medium post about it. Dude. That was called Fuck Medium. Yeah, that was called The Simpsons Jesse Brown and Newfie in quotation marks. His name is James P. McLeod. Uh he's blue chat. He writes for the Financial Post. So he tweeted, okay, so a bunch of people saw me tweeting mad today. A friend couldn't find a good explanation of why the word newfie was so offensive. So when I got home, I started writing an explanation for her. Other people might find it valuable. So here it is. So I read the article, but I stopped reading the article when I got to a sentence that said, I'm not from Newfoundland and Labrador, (laughs) but I lived there and spent a lot of time writing about Newfoundland and Labrador culture, identity, and history. Before publishing this, I ran it by a couple of friends who were born and raised there. So James McLeod, not from Newfoundland and Labrador, has decided that he takes offense with people using the word Newfie to the point that he did an extended medium post about why it's problematic for people to use the term newfie and in the post he goes as far as calling newfie the other n-word which is so fucking irresponsible first of all not to mention stupid and as i've stated on this podcast before if newfie is the new frontier of wokedom and the people who are going to police it are exclusively people that aren't from newfoundland i'm gonna fucking kill myself 
So watch out. So watch out, everybody. He kind of told so, on himself right from the beginning by saying, my friend couldn't come up with an explanation, so I started writing one for her. He thinks that Newfoundlanders <laughs> are stupid. Yeah. That's, otherwise, if he cared so much about Newfoundland and its people... He would shut the fuck up. He would... Sh- exactly. He would s- <laughs> He would center the voices of the population that he considers to be so marginalized and amplify the works of fucking Newfie writers, but... Instead, he decided to be offended by, no doubt, his fancy condo in Toronto that he Airbnbs on weekends. <laughs> um, so I tweeted at him about a million times because I was trying to get him to block me. <laughs> so he tweeted, the word just budged the hell out of me as somebody who called the place home for 10 years. I guess I'm a quasi-adopted Newfoundlander. I replied and said, not your place. Truly shut up. Shouldn't you be amplifying the voices of newbie writers if you care so much about this place and its people? Then he tweeted, I probably should have included a line saying that the sentiment about the word newfie isn't held by everybody. But if you live in Newfoundland, you know that many, many people feel that the term is hurtful and offensive. I said, let them speak for themselves then. Then I retweeted a tweet from an account called Newfie Stumbay that said, did the t- Simpsons Canadian episode offend me? No, bye. <laughs> Which, like, absolutely it didn't. So, <laughs> I said, uh, James P. McLeod got to ugly stick. James P. McLeod, block me, you dumb bitch. I can do this all day. Hey, James P. McLeod, post your hometown, bitch. <laughs> James P. McLeod is a skeet and so is his mother. <sighs> James P. McLeod... <laughs> drinks one ounce of streech lawns on medium.com to do journalism <laughs> james p mcleod is from away and i'm never gonna let him forget it <laughs> and then i texted both of my parents to ask them if they thought this was stupid so i texted my mom uh do you think it's fucking dumb that people are mad that they said newfie on the simpsons it's not a slur she said yes it's dumb no it's not a slur people are too sensitive <laughs> Then I texted my dad and said, I read this dumb fuck article about it by a guy who's not even from Newfoundland. He called it the other N-word, LMAO. And my dad said he has no right to be offended. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Absolutely, you are correct. And I don't even talk to my dad, as a lot of people on this podcast know. So that's how badly I wanted to own fucking James McLeod for his brain dead fucking takes online was I reached out to my dad to get my dad to call him a fucking idiot too. This is how much of a problem he's causing you guys. This is harmful. Then I tweeted, I said, this article addresses the issue surrounding classism towards Newfoundland great. Parsing words and focusing on Newfie is woke posting and virtue signaling to the utmost degree. You're not even from Newfoundland. A real Newfoundlander prides themselves on their dread sense of humor. Yes. Then, friend of the pod, Heidi Matthews, who's also a Newfie, said, serious question, how do you account for those Newfoundlanders who relish and identify with the Newfie identity, who occupy it with pride, irony, and that iconic Newfie sense of humor? I count myself amongst these. Okay. So, my problem with this, first of all, Newfie, again, not a slur. People do tend to shit on Newfoundland. It's a classist issue. Mm -hmm. People love to tell me that they're surprised that I'm from Newfoundland when they meet me because they consider me to be smart, which is a slur in and of itself, um, or (laughs) educated, or fucking something else. But... The issue is, again, he's speaking for a group that he doesn't belong to. Like, if Newfoundlanders are truly such a marginalized population, 
why aren't people freaking out about somebody who's not from Newfoundland writing an article about why it's wrong to say Newfie? People will be losing their absolute shit if a white guy wrote an article where he speaks for all black people, or a guy wrote an article where he speaks for all women, a cis person writes an article where they speak for all trans people, what the fuck ever. It's absolutely disgusting. And also, if you took a fucking survey of Newfoundlanders, again, we don't fucking care. We know that people call us Newfies. Sometimes it's pejorative. Mostly we call it to ourselves and it doesn't really fucking matter. If someone wants to call you a fucking Newfie and you have a problem with it, okay, you'll take it up with them like a fucking adult. Yeah. Or you'll laugh it off because that's what fucking Newfoundland is about. Honestly, fuck this guy. If he doesn't want to say Newfie, he doesn't have to say it. No one's making him. No one's forcing him to say it. But mind your own business. It's just so like, fucking entitled that he's like... <laughs> He's not even doing as a Newfoundlander, you know, like I could do or whatever. He's literally doing as someone who lived there and is... As a mainlander. He literally straight up said, like, I can't be racist against Newfies because I have many Newfoundland friends. Friends? Yo, I hope he writes a Medium article about Quebec next. I really need him to, like, defend Dude, if I meet this guy in the fucking street... He's gonna learn... I'm gonna make him. I'm means. gonna make him kiss the Todd. I'm by a Todd. I mean my fucking fist. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant curb stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make him kiss the curb. Yeah, <laughs> dumbass bitch gets streached in, thinks he can t- fucking talk for all new fees. I hope they don't even let him back. They might not. Honestly, Newfoundland's very different from the rest of Canada. Arguably, you should maybe have to show your passport to get in. <laughs> But the star should be fucking blacklisted. If I ever see him on George Street, like, <laughs> see this finger, see this thumb, see this fist, he better fucking run. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Anyways. That's where I'm, we're at. Yeah. I'm so, I'm steaming fucking mad thinking about this all over again. I'm sorry. I know I'm the one that sent you the tweet, but like, no, it's you okay. had to know. It's okay. Somebody else tweeted at me about it too and was like, this is like, when woke liberals from the states say that we shouldn't say redneck when everybody in my hometown has a fucking bumper sticker that says redneck pride yeah and it's like leave it up to the group that you're being offended on behalf of to decide how they feel about it and to express that i promise you there are a lot of really fucking smart people from newfoundland somebody wanted to write an article about it they would Anything that's ever been published on medium.com is a fucking waste. Because someone take down the medium.com website, please. Well, if you could get published legitimately, why would you be on medium? I mean, I know this guy's yeah. a published writer, but clearly he's not on this topic. Yeah, he Somebody would have knocked that the about. fuck down right away. Keep talking about finances and shut the fuck up. Honestly. <laughs> know your place. This is this is censorship. This is a pro-censorship podcast. <laughs> and we will tell you to shut Anti-free the fuck speech. up. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Alright. Yeah. That guy's a dumb bitch. Let's do let's fucking get her going and do another dumb bitch right in a row. Fuck yeah. Okay. It's time for Dumb Dumb Bitch bitch of the Week. week. Alright, so this one's not sexy. Oh. Alright. Should I do a sexy one or should I do a mean one? Fuck around and do both. 
Okay, fuck it. Why not? So the first one is, and I posted this comment, so a lot of you guys have probably seen it, but I posted, and I'm not mad about this, but there's a guy that tweets about eating my pussy every day, and I actually think it's really funny, so it's fine. Shout out to that guy. You know who you are if you listen. I doubt you do. But this guy commented on a picture of mine on Instagram, and he said, reply guy here, would never eat your pussy like that other reply guy because I'm a black man, (laughs) but I would love to get my face as close to it as possible as you blast my face with piss. <laughs> Honestly, respect. Respect. Yeah, respect. that's sick. I, I respect a man who knows what he wants and goes for it. Although I will, I do have to say that my many black friends, as uh, James McLeod's many newfie friends, uh, were replying to the tweet and saying that that guy is doing a dishonor to all of them by saying that they don't eat pussy. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah, offensive. that's fair. That's, yeah, that's fair. And then my other dumb bitch of the week is this star was just actually like rude. So I got blocked for no reason by this person or I didn't know what the reason was. And then they DM'd me and said, fuck you. So that was on March 22nd. Okay. And then this past week <laughs> at 2.10 in the morning <laughs> mood, that person <laughs> said, hey, look, I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean it. And I said, what brought it on LMAO? And he said, you being extra dumb. I'm trying to be more tolerant, though. You're a human being and you don't deserve random abuse. <laughs> Which is, like, insane. First of all, I'm famously stupid. That's the entire thing. Second of all, it's insane that he blocked me about something that I don't even know what. Just he didn't reply to the tweet. Then said, fuck you. Then felt guilty <laughs> about it. Like, um over a month later, unblocked um, <laughs> me and said that I'm really stupid, but I'm a human being and I don't deserve random And he's abuse. trying to be more tolerant of, of idiots. Of dumb bitches. That's really it's funny. so stupid. I know, I know. Oh I want to know what set him off. I should I look at what I tweeted on March 22nd. Okay, do you have a tweet for this week? I do. All right, I will pull up my tweet of the week. So... My tweet is from Kristen Bailey at Hexprax, mm-hmm. who we've featured here before. I think it was probably me. Mm-hmm. Um, and Oh my God, just marry her already. Sorry, she's really funny. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, so her tweet said, Noticing I've gotten more followers and remembering it is only because I behaved cruelly and menaced others online. <laughs> I mean, True. For both of us, probably. (laughs) Particularly me. I'm a known cyber bully. (laughs) It's like, damn, that doesn't feel good. Oh, I think it feels great. Yeah. More people should be bullied. This is my continued stance. Okay. Or else how will they learn how to act? That's true. Someone needs to... It's pure policing. Yes, The only kind of cops that aren't bastards are cyber bullies. Thank you. Yeah. Actually, cyber bullying is a revolutionary act. Because uh, it's tone policing to tell people that they should be polite online. It's civility discourse, and that's a tool of the liberals. So I reject, <laughs> I reject it. Holy fuck, that's a hot take. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> fuck that, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> if I wanted to be nice, I'd go to church. <laughs> do you have a tweet this week? I do, I do. Uh, our twi- my tweet... Our tweet. I'm a communist. My tweet. It's our tweet, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> My tweet of the week is from a local comedy icon. She lives in Toronto now, but she came up in Ottawa. Kennedy Ryan, uh, Kennedy Phyllis, 
And her tweet was, we're all born naked and the rest is LARP. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. So funny. It got me on everything that I like. Which is? Two deep cultural references. True. RuPaul's iconic quote, we're all born naked and the rest is dried. Yeah. Which is true. You're performing your identity at all times, regardless of whether or not you think you are. That's true. Uh, You can't escape from being an item for public consumption, unfortunately. And also, LARPing is just so funny. (laughs) When I worked at Parks, I specifically wanted to work at a specific site on Saturdays. Every second Saturday, they had a live action role play there. What kind? Oh, you know, fucking knights and elves and orcs and what the fuck ever. Oh my god. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I get it. I get it. I mean, like every time I have sets with just like a giant man, realistically, we're just LARPing as like an elf and an orc anyways. Can elves and orcs fuck? Is that allowed? Mm-hmm. I mean, they both have cognition, so I assume that they can both, they have the intellectual f- facilities to legally consent. Okay. In this extreme hypothetical. <laughs> it kind of seems like a horse and a cow. Well, that's fine. They can both consent in those circumstances. I don't know if they can procreate. Yeah. Okay. But just because you can't. <laughs> but then you get into the question is, like, the issue of procreation actually what made some sets obsolete. It's like incest was probably outlawed in order to stop genetic birth defects on top of the fact that like humans naturally feel some element of distrust or they should towards their own family members right right but is incest wrong if it's gay (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right this has been science bitch media (laughs) think about that one everybody think about it To listen to my podcast, you must answer these riddles three. <laughs> Is incest wrong if it's gay? <laughs> uh, my God. All right, guys. Do you have anything to plug or say? Uh, no. Uh, post pictures when you get the shirts, guys. Yeah, for sure. Again, uh, you can subscribe to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash dumbbitchmedia. And for various amounts of money, you can receive various amounts of content yeah all right guys thank you so much for listening and stay stupid stay stupid i'm a stupid bitch i'm a stupid bitch i am a stupid bitch i am a stupid bitch